Welcome back to For Your Distraction. That was a little loud on my part. Sorry, folks. I'm your watch host, Adam. Watch those spikes. Watch yeah, those spikes. Watch those spikes. Gotta watch them. I'm your host, Adam, and sitting next to me That's once right. again on the chill couch. On We're the, doing it again. On the casting couch. The casting again. couch, yes, is my co-host, Scott. How's it going, Scott? I'm doing well. Doing very well. We are back in the studio, but we switched things up because we like... We were displaced a couple episodes ago. We sat on a couch and we thought, wow, this is so much better than like the table desk area. So yeah, we're making it happen. We, we have a couch in the studio here. and we're- I just got a text from somebody who said the last couple episodes were pretty good. And, you know, besides the last episode, it was the one with Ed. But the one before yeah. that was on the casting couch. So, you know... Yeah, I, I enjoyed good. I enjoyed the last episode. I think was, we need to equip your name the casting couch. We gotta have something yeah, a little more we'll, funny. The casting couch. People we'll are gonna to, list, what kind of podcast is this? Well, let me give you send you a link to Pornhub and you can find out. Um, hey, no. hey yo. So I got a question, Scott. Yes, sir. I, you know me. I have these little little quippy little thoughts that kind of get things going a little bit. So well, it's because you smoke weed a little bit. I smoke dabble. weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Um. So. And this is based off a Doctor Who episode. Oh, I love Doctor Who. Yes, Coming back, New Year's Day. I have still haven't. I've only watched the first episode with the new. Oh, Doctor. you haven't watched the new season. I haven't watched because it's not. I, you have to pay for it, and I, I'm not paying for it. Oh, I have well. subscriptions. Eventually, it'll get on a subscription. I watched so it all. It was good. Okay. I watch it on Amazon Prime usually. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's with the Peter Capaldi um, Doctor, okay. the one that was before this newest one. Okay. And there was an episode, and it basically. There was this big secret that was going around, and like people were get be, hearing the secret, and they were killing themselves. And this big, this big old thing. And what it turns out in this episode, people were finding out that they were living in a simulation. Like there was a there was a secret. I don't know, like a Pandora's box kind of thing or something like that that people are looking into and figuring out and solving this puzzle and figuring out that they were in a simulation and. They were so distraught about it that they were killing themselves. So I ask you. So like like a Truman Show, but for a whole bunch of people. Yeah, but like it's in their computer programs is what they are. They are they are not who they were before. It's so like the Doctor is not the Doctor. Kind of Westworld shit. Too. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Like the Doctor is a computer simulation. They kind of figure it out and everything. Um, but people get so when they figure out this information, they kind of lose their mind a little bit because they're like, what What's the point? What the fuck is the point? So they like take their own lives. Like essentially. It creates a paradox, I guess. And Some something like that. Yeah. So I ask you, if you found out you were in the simulation, if you were found out you were in the matrix. I'm in the matrix. You're in the matrix. Would I blue pill it or red? Would pill you it? would you kill yourself? Would you be so distraught? Would you be like, what is the point of everything that you would just take your own life? Like you're not you don't exist in the real world like in the matrix. You don't have a human body. You are just a computer program. Well, that's an interesting thought. Um, but I'm basing it off of my current situation. Yes. I still feel emotion. I, I experience what the computer sends to me as emotions. I'm guessing. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so no, I wouldn't kill myself. I would continue. Keep on keeping on. You wouldn't. You don't think you'd have an existential crisis, and you'd be like, <sighs> freaking out, like, oh my god, what's the point of all this nonsense? Like, they're not even real. Like if it, it, like to put it another way, would if you let's say let's say you're the only human, let's say you find out you're the only human, everything else in the simulation, you're jacked into the matrix, everything else is a computer program. Okay. I'm a program, your family's a program, but you are human, so you know there's a world outside. Would you be just 
as like emotionally content be like well you know what they're not real but i mean i kind of feel for them so you know remind fuck it, let's me go. in the matrix there was the blue pill and the red pill the all all the which blue... pill kept you like in the matrix ignorant and none of which, none, none which of the pill put you like the pills out. did that's not the the pills did the the pill the red i think it was the blue pill which one did he tell neo which one did neo take because um, i would take the opposite of him i think the blue pill is the one that knocked you on. i think the red pill is the one that kept you down going down the rabbit hole like okay. the, the red pill was just a tracking program that's all it was it's so they could find him in the real world that's all it was okay that's not what woke him i up. understand but the, the principle the idea of you've got two choices. I think it's you've got choice A and choice B. I think it's. I haven't the watched pill. The Matrix in forever. It's so I good. really enjoyed it's it. It's a really good movie. Yeah, Love I haven't it. watched it in a long, long time. But basically, I would want to be the ignorant guy. I would want to be the guy who continues on in the computer program because I enjoy my life for yeah. the most part. I have a great family. I have everything going pretty well for the most part i mean it's life so it throws curveballs at you now and again and that sucks but i wouldn't trade it no so you would be the dude that betrayed them in the matrix i was like jack me back in well that guy made a mistake by ever thinking he would come out of the matrix in the first place i'm content with staying in the matrix yeah it's the red pill that uh basically so i would want the blue pill you would want to take the blue Um, blue pill pill, 100 percent I would want to stay here with my family, even if they're not real. To me, they are. But I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get woke. I wouldn't want to be woke. I would want to stay ignorant. Okay, but like, okay, but like, you don't stay ignorant. Like, okay, you take the blue pill and you wake up the next morning in your bed next to your wife. You still remember everything, but you can choose to try to be ignorant about it. You can choose to, but you still remember it. It'll be you, you could be like that was just a dream. That was a crazy dream. It was, you know, you know, all this nonsense. Like, yeah, I'd probably you, do it. Yeah, you would. You would. I gotta be honest with you. I, 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 as a person who wants to know everything, I'd be like, give me the red pill. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I go into like a world where there's well, just machines and everything like that. Mm-hmm. All this nonsense. I want to know. I just want to know. That's all I want to do. It's like I want to know about aliens. I'll keep it a secret. I don't give a shit. I'll keep, I'll keep it under wraps. I just want to know. Just let me know. Like I, I won't say it on this podcast, but just let me know. I just want to know for my own sake. That's all. For all of our millions <laughs> and millions of listeners, you don't want to spill the beans on the extraterrestrials. I can't. I can't. Can't. can't I be thought done. Trump was supposed to let us know about the aliens. Do you honestly? Okay. Like, do you really think? that the president knows anything about that shit no in independence day bill pullman's character yeah he didn't know the shit. president didn't even know yeah they, they're not gonna trust they're not gonna trust some jackass that's gonna be in there for four to eight years two words mr president plausible deniability <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're not gonna tell anybody they don't know like because how many how many if they all right they can't risk the fact that maybe this person ran to be president just to learn the secrets. Put it out there. Because once he learns, like, he can just throw it out there and it won't matter. He's got, he's no, he's not invested. Not really. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Presidents come and go, Adam. Glorious forever. <laughs> We're back. We're back. It's been a while. Hey, we're back. Yeah, holidays yeah. are crazy. So, yeah, you know, we it's missed been a, a couple weeks. Uh, we had we had the holidays. How was your Christmas? It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I don't I don't go in for Christmas like some people do. Like our family, we don't 
typically wait till Christmas Day to give each other gifts all the time. Like everybody have like a little gift to open on Christmas, but people get impatient. So like my mother gave me my Christmas gift like two weeks beforehand or like a week beforehand. My sister gave me hers like a week before just because she was like, here, I don't, you're just here. Take it. Like here, take it. See, that's see, this goes back to the blue and red pill, Adam. This goes back. You're just like, hey, when you have it, give it to me. It's whatever. I'm a don't you fucking give me that thing. You keep it wrapped in the pretty paper with the bow on under the motherfucking Christmas tree and do not open till December 25th. I tried. That's to. me. I tried to be like, no, no, no. You're not getting to know. Like, oh, you know. See? I, no. I held up for my sister's gift. I gave my mother her gifts at a time, but only because they were one of them was something she kind of needed. And I wanted to make sure it worked. And that was a phone. I got her, it was a Black Friday sale. Got her phone. And then the other one oh, was. Oh, got me a new phone. Yeah, boy. Um, the other one was my sister and I went in Havsies and got my mother a VR headset. Oh yeah, like one of those really like one of the nice ones. You ones. Have? No, no, no. The like a nice one. Oh, okay. like not a cheap one. Yours like, is a cheap one. It's a cheapo, basically, oh. and it doesn't really work anymore. I can't use it. You can't use it anymore. No, because the phone that was compatible with it like is busted up and old, and it doesn't run very well. So yeah, it doesn't work. But oh, that sucks. My we pitched in and got my mother. Um, it's one that you don't have to use a computer for, but it's still better than all the cheapo ones out there. So we gave her that. Oh, cool. That's nice. Thanks. I got some. I got some. Um, what's those uh, big headed um, figurines? Funko pops. Funko pops. I got a, my sister what'd got you, me some Funko pops. What you get? What you get? I got, I, a, Funko I, got pops. A, I got a gold Darth Maul. Okay. I got Kylo. That's Ren. a Walmart exclusive. Yeah, that's what yeah, my sister got it for me. I got a Kylo Ren. I got a and I got a Ray. And then she gave me a Star Wars music box. The one of those like novelty little tiny music yeah. boxes plays like the original. Yeah. So now I've hit a point now where I've got these three Funko Pops. Now I have to collect you Star do. Wars Funko Pops. I can't I, stop. You're talking to the right guy. So I got two Funko Pops. I've got I got a, a Disney <clears throat> Parks exclusive. It's Mickey Mouse stepping off of the new Disney Skyliner. Yeah. It's the Funko Transportation. That's what it's called. And then I also got another Mickey Mouse pop that's from the video game Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Uh, never played the game, but it's a, it's a good Disney. Game. It's a good game. I hear good things. It's a good game. So I got those two. I got a, I got a whole bunch of vintage figures because we talked about this <clears> in the show before. I'm all in to toy collecting. Yeah. I'm all in. It's like my newest hobby. I enjoy it so very much. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to take you... Yeah, I, I can't because I can't just not I can't just have those three. Let me give you some not, advice. And not get any Let me more give you some point. advice. The Funko Pop is just massive. There's a yes. Funko Pop for every stupid little thing. Yes. Pick, pick a path. Pick like I picked just Mickey Mouse. Like I could have gone Disney, like just Disney, but even that would have been too broad. I was like, just. Right. Mickey Mouse, and I still have a ton of them. Like, you could go just Star Wars. That would still be a lot. That's kind of what I'm gonna. That's yeah. That's what I mean. Since the only Funko Pops I now have are Star, Star Wars, Wars. Yeah. I think I'll start there and maybe narrow down from and there. If there. And if you see like one rando Funko Pop that's like, oh, that's not Star Wars, but I freaking love it, then that's fine. You can break your own rules. Nope. But nope. nope. Can't do it. All right. I can't do it, man. Listen to him, uh, Mr. Red Pill over here. I okay. can't do it, man. I have to know. That's fine. I know it's like to have a Star Wars collection. Um, but anyway, you get anything good for Christmas? 
just a lot of a lot of cool figures. I got oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a I got a 1991 Terminator <laughs> 2 Judgment Day Bioflesh generator. So you take your like endoskeleton like T500 or Yeah. and you put it into this machine and it makes flesh over top of it. Really? It's fucking gnarly, man. Have you tried it? Like No. No, I don't think the it comes with like this like slimy Play-Doh-y substance. Yeah. I don't think it works anymore. <laughs> I think it's How old it's is it? 1991. Ooh. Yes. I've got I got a Disney playset, a Sears exclusive from 1988. <laughs> Sears is the thing? Yes, yeah, I remember that. Sears exclusive Disneyland playset. Uh, with a, came with a train car, which is pretty gnarly. Um, I got uh, from 1998 a Will Smith, Jim West action figure from the hit block bo- blockbuster movie Wild Wild West. Ayo. And he comes with his like desert cycle with wings that flies. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the bicycle that we yeah. But yeah, from the yeah that the wasp. So I got that. Uh, yeah, I, I love toys, man. To me, Christmas is about toys. When I started getting into this toy collecting, it like takes me back to being a kid. I loved toys as a kid. Don't give me socks. Don't give me boxers. I can buy that shit myself. I, I did know get what some I underwear like. for Christmas. I know what I like. I like other things. I don't have a problem with clothes. You and your wife got me this nifty little hoodie that I'm wearing. I like yeah. it a lot. My you sis- needed a new social hoodie. I did. Well, I have two new social hoodies because I, I told you- you got three social hoodies I told well, I told you off off air that uh, my sister got me a hoodie. The uh, It's a black hoodie with Baby Yoda in the left chest poking dude, his head out. Dude, Baby Yoda, you're going to be beating chicks off with a stick. I know, man. right? Baby Yoda It's is, better than having a puppy. Baby Yoda is so much the rage right now. Like, you got to get the Baby Yoda Funko Pop. I'm gonna have to, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a must it. get. I'm gonna find. I heard that they weren't, the Disney wasn't selling any Baby Yoda merchandise early on, and they're like, we're gonna wait, and you're, you're gonna have to wait. We're gonna put it out. Here's some teasers for it. It's gonna be March or yeah, some shit March, like that. Yeah. yeah, nobody's gonna give a shit about it then. You gotta get it when it's hot. Disney made a mistake. You gotta you gotta put those things out while it's hot. Like this is the time to put it out. The last episode of Mandalorian just came out. We know who Baby Yoda is at this point. We figured so, it out. So, we know he said his first words. He's, okay, he's, so spoilers. I have not seen the final episode. None of episode. that happened. Okay. None of that happened. Okay, okay, okay. None of that okay. happened. I'm just making stuff up. You fucker. <laughs> I've watched, there's the, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. But I've, uh, I'm not all the way caught up on Mandalorian. There's eight episodes in the season. Yeah. I've seen the first seven. I have one more to go, and I just haven't got the time. Well, we were doing the brief reviews and obviously it's been a while since we yes. done it so we're going to continue doing that but i think we're going to do two episodes uh an we episode got catch up to do, so yeah. yeah we're gonna do three and four at the end of the episode so stick around for that oh we'll do that um, at the end okay yeah, we'll do it at the end but for now we're gonna talk we got new year's coming up new year's end of a decade don't give me that new year new me shit new year new me yeah you said you don't have any resolutions i'm my resolutions i'm trying to trying to give up meat that's, yeah. that's, I'm pulling the trigger. I don't expect You've it's going to stick. You've been close. I don't expect it to stick. I don't expect it to stick, but it, I'll I'll go for a while. I'll go yeah. for a while. I'm not giving up. I'm not going full vegan, so I'm still going to eat like eggs and milk and butter and all that other bullshit. But I'm not, I'm just giving up like meat itself. Okay. So vegetarian, essentially, not yeah. vegan, not vegan. Okay. So I'll still I'll still be able to you know gorge on pizza from time to time as long as it's cheese and like no meat in the sauce. But hey. 
Um, but anyway, we want to talk about movies. Movies. We'll talk a little bit about movies. That's one of the cornerstones <laughs> to the Four Year Distraction podcast. We love movies. Unfortunately, we don't get to see as many as we used to with life, but we still try to see as many as we can. Yeah. But I would say movies are vitally important to this podcast. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to do two different lists. We, d- we love our lists around here. We love them. Mm-hmm. We're going to do two different ones. We're going to do our top three best and worst or favorite or most disappointing movies of 2019. So they'll be like almost two separate lists there. Like your top three favorite movies of 2019. Yeah. And your top three least favorite movies of 2019. Exactly. They're not necessarily they're going to be bad or good. Just, just something how we, like. we feel. What Opinions. We like. And then we're going to do another list after okay. that. And that list is going to be our favorite five movies okay. of the decade. Because the like decade. I said, it's coming to the end of the decade. So we're, it yeah. was a hard list to find. It's a hard list to do, but we're gonna try. We're gonna try to do it. So you know, right now, if you want to pause and you want to make a quick list right now, do it. It's and, it's and, tough. And email us your list at foryourdistraction at gmail We will read your list on the air, and we'll give you shit if we don't like it, or yeah. give you props if we do. But absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we so, got our lists. So who wants to go first? Well, you you go ahead first. You, All right, you brought it up, so so we're gonna start, with, start the with the best. Okay, no particular order. Oh, you're just my, gonna go. You're just I'm gonna, just fire gonna go away. from what's ever on the top of my list. Uh, the first on my list is Endgame. I went with Endgame on my list because best movie of the year, number one, or you said no order, no, no particular okay. order, just one of my top three favorite movies of this past year because it was the culmination. Infinity War is the culmination of. 10 years of movies of Marvel madness, basically, that came together. Endgame was the end of it. Obviously, it's in the name, Endgame. So it took everything, it continued from Infinity War, took everything that was built over the past 10 years, and essentially completed a story. Like you, I said it before when we talked about it the first time, you could watch Endgame after dealing with 10 years of Marvel stuff and just be done. You could wipe your hands over and be like, I'm done, I'm done. I've checked out. It's time to move on to something else. They're going to keep going, obviously, but you could absolutely do it. And that's why I liked it. That was emotional. If you haven't seen it, spoilers, the ending, Tony Stark dies. I welled up in tears because it was like my drunk uncle just passed away. I love you, 3000. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I cried like a baby. The scene where they come through the portals on your left cap and Falcon flying through the portal. I got the and biggest Captain boner America in the movie standing theater. standing there against Thanos' army, and he's just Dude, ready to just... That fight he scene. He is ready to go, and he's just like, I, I'm going to die, but I'm going to die fighting. And then everybody comes, the Wakanda army comes through. That fucking fight. Everybody. Fucking everybody. Everybody was there. That was so. I'll I'll piggyback yours because I actually did my top three in order. You three, did. two, one. Number one favorite movie of the year was Avengers Endgame. For really, me. and it was. And, and and it's it's very it's very comic booky stereotypical. Oh yeah. So if you're not somebody who's into the MCU, into comic books, then it might not be for you. It and was that's fine, and that's fine. I heard a lot of criticism about it. The fact that it was a time travel heist. Like, half the movie was a time travel heist. They had to go back in time and steal the stones. Like, that's half the movie in Endgame. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, they're doing this. How corny is this? That's a comic book. It's a comic that book. is a comic book right there. Yeah. Like, giving you what you asked, man, asked for and, for and, years. And like I said, like, like, and 
Pelak or Buddy Pat Lackey, he he kind of he kind of gave me shit one time. We were at trivia at the bar talking about this, and you know my hatred, my absolute utter disdain for the Fast and the Furious movie right. franchise. I shit on it every single chance I can. I hate those movies. Right. And I was crapping on it one time. You were there. Pat was there, and his response to me was, well, "Why? I mean." It's for people who like that fast car culture and that he's like, it's it's for them. He's like, it's no different than you liking comic book movies. He's like, it's just for you. And Scott flips the table. And I was like, motherfucker, guys, the flowers are still standing. No, like, I, but he was absolutely fucking right. He, he usually, is right. He usually is right. He's right. But it just was like. We all know it. We all don't give a shit. But here's the thing. I, here's my comment to you, Lackey. It's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to bitch but about a movie franchise is, that you don't care about. But his point is, yes, he he loves comic books just like us. He, he loves the MCU movies. But he's like, don't worry about the Fast and the Furious because they're fun, too, to other people. It's I fine. personally don't. But it's fine. I don't like the Fast and Furious movies, too. I don't really. You don't like Fast and Furious too? Any too of them. fast, too furious. I don't like oh. any of them. I don't, oh, you don't like any? Okay. I don't really like any of those okay, movies. Two as an. Also. I saw the last one. I thought it was entertaining, but I don't like it. I didn't like any of the movies. It's fine. I will more than happy shit on it. I don't care if you like it. I understand why you like it, but it's fun for me to shit on, just like mm-hmm. it's fun for them to shit on Endgame. Well, it takes me back to like the Star Wars fanboys, who shit on anything and everything Disney does, Star <clears throat> yeah. Wars related. Because it's not the fucking original trilogy. Every everything yeah. since the original trilogy has not been good enough for these. You know, comic book guy from Simpsons. Yeah. Been, it's them. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately. It's all. It's them on Disney Plus. It's yeah. great. They're all on there. Yeah. Um. It's those guys. Like, get over your fucking selves. We get a new Star Wars movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Be happy. And you know what? Yeah, they should be happy. But I absolutely don't have a problem with them bitching about it. Because it's fun to bitch about things sometimes. Sometimes it's fun. Hello. Sometimes it's just fun to bitch about things. But anyway, Avengers Endgame, I liked it so much. Yes. It what what probably gave it bonus points for me is that it was the culmination of everything we've had for ten oh, yeah. years. All these movies. It might like, not, it might not be a good movie by itself. I don't know, but I liked it. I it enjoyed it. It might not be the best movie of the year, but it was my favorite movie of the year. How's right. that sound? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what else you got? What's next um, for you? Well, since you gave basically your other yep. one, um, my next one, I'm going to give of 2019 John Wick Chapter 3. John, I, I have not seen that. John Wick Chapter 3. I've First seen all, John Wick 1 and I've seen John Wick 2 and the, I enjoyed them. If you like those, it just continues on with that. It's great. The entire John Wick series is probably one of the best action movies ever made, I think. Also a comic book, right? I don't know. Yes, I believe it is. I don't. I have no idea. Graphic novel, maybe? It might be. I have no idea. But I just um, think I don't think it's a Marvel or a DC. I no, think it wouldn't be. I that. think it's like Image or Dark Horse. It's it's one of the lesser ones. Okay, I I had no but idea, yeah. but it is as far as movies are concerned, best action movie in my opinion. One of the best action movies to ever be made because it does. First of all, Keanu Reeves, love him to death. In his real life, he's a lovable, lovable individual who's fun I to be he's around. He's a good person. He's an extremely good person, and. I like his movies too. Most of his movies I enjoy. Like I told you, I'm a Matrix fanboy. I love the Matrix stuff. Um, John Wick Chapter Three, or John Wick in general, I love so much because it's fairly—I'm not gonna say it's realistic. It's not very realistic, 
but it's as realistic as an action movie can be. I think he does. He does things um, like an action movies. Whenever there's a big shootout, the good guy shoots the bad guys, and they immediately do like headshot, headshot, headshot. John Wick does the actual thing that kind of like real life military men do, where it's like two to the chest, one to the head. He does a lot, bam, bam, and then one to the head kind of thing. He he does that kind of stuff a lot, and it's and it's pretty realistic. And what I really enjoy about it is, unlike most action movies, there's not a lot of cutaways. Like, when there's a fight scene or, like, a shootout, like, it's not a lot of camera cuts. Like, cut, 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 cut. It's almost like a lot of them are one sweeping motion throughout the entire thing, which are expensive and hard to do, I imagine. But I definitely appreciate it because it looks way better. Well, like I said, I enjoyed the first two John Wicks. I I plan on seeing the third one. Just just haven't gotten around to it. Yet. I know, it's so good though. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, and guess are what? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get Bill and Ted's three in twenty twenty? They're talking about. Is it. Is that happening? They're talking about. It. I don't. Know I've been waiting decades for Bill and Ted three. Well, with with the key, resurgence of Keanu Reeves and it, with John Wick, I imagine he can do whatever he wants. Alex Winter, he's been like. Sitting around in his double wide, just watching the phone, waiting for, <laughs> waiting for the studio to call, and he might get his shot. Yeah. All right. What's so your, my number your, two. You're next. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to my number two because I'm just doing it in that order. So my second favorite movie of 2019 is going to be a different one. Uh, you picked the number three. You picked the third movie in a. So am I. Okay. Mine's the third movie. In a movie franchise, but mine's a little bit different. Mine's a made-for-TV movie. Hey, those are of course, great. of course, it's Disney. I know what it is. Descendants three. I knew what it was going to be. <laughs> did we? Did we talk about Descendants? On we the can show? talk about Descendants three because I love the movie. Well, just in it's general, musical... because I told you I watched the first two. I don't remember if we talked about it though on the show. So you watched the first two Descendants? Yeah, and the only reason why I didn't watch third was because it wasn't on Disney Plus. It's not on, not and yet. I, it, bear it's, mind, it's brand new. It just came out this year, so it will I be on. I didn't want to watch Descendants. There's a seven-year-old that lives in my house who wanted to watch Descendants. So I watched it because you and Kristen have been talking it up all left and right. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. Yeah. It's um, you t- tell me about Descendants three. I don't care about spoilers. I really don't care. Okay, well, so just it, like, it what seemed... did you like about it? What did you like about it? Was, was so so? I'm judging your your mannerisms right now and your body language, and it. I'm going out on a limb here, Adam, but it seems like you didn't care for the Descendants it's just, franchise. It's just Fairy Tale High School Musical. That's all it is. Okay, That's all it is. And the I guy who did High School Musical. Did Descendants? Then that means he doesn't know. That means he only knows to do one thing. Then he also then did re- Saturday then- Night Fever and Dirty Dancing and a Hocus Pocus and so yes, all he, movies that I don't really hold. All in high musicals regard. with dancing. All movies I don't really hold. Dirty in high Dancing's regard. a great movie. I don't think I ever saw Dirty Dancing. Oh, Dirty Dancing's great. So forget, forget, forget my opinion on that one. Hocus Pocus. there's all this there's all this hocus pocus hype it's a fine movie it's not great it's fine it's just fine they're disney movies hocus pocus high school musical descendants they're disney movies they're geared toward i understand younger i understand that like you you i love the music the music is great the dancing is great let me tell you about Descendants 1 for a second, okay? Go ahead, go ahead. I, a, I've seen the, it. There's a plot in the story where the main girl... Um, Mal. Well, yeah, whatever her name Dove is. By Cameron. The main girl uh, does like a love potion yes, she does. to the prince, uh-huh. uh, who's, uh, Beauty who's and Be- Beauty and Beast's son. Belle and Beast's son, yes. Yeah, yes. and and that's a, that's a whole plot point. Yeah. It doesn't last very long in the movie, no, but it it's doesn't. a plot point. And then the second movie... 
there's a magic spell mm-hmm. that's played on the prince. It's kind of like a love spell. Mm-hmm. It is a love spell. To change his mind. Yeah. Can we think of different ideas? It's cast by let me uh, guess. Uma, the daughter me, of Ursula. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me guess. In the third one, there's a love spell of some kind cast on the prince to change his mind about Mal. There's not a love spell, but there is a mm-hmm. spell. There is a... <laughs> We're in... It, it's... The setting is a fantasy land full of magic. There's so then you can do spells. anything you want, but they're the same fucking spell. They're the base of the same spell. broke. <laughs> but it's broke because it didn't. <laughs> it's worked in every fucking Disney movie ever. It always gets broken, though. It yes, never, it that's never the works. point. That's it never the point. works. It never works. Because evil always loses, Adam. <laughs> it never works. Evil will always lose. I'm just saying. They're fairy tales. Disney stories, the classic Disney stories are based off of fairy tales. Did they give, in the first one, did they give Mal, is it Mal or Mel? Mal. Mal. Did they give Mal, did they dye her hair purple or did they give her a wig in the first one? Do you um, know? Because they definitely gave her a blonde and purple wig in the second one. And it looked bad. So Dove Cameron, the actress who plays Mal, um, she has like long, beautiful blonde hair in real life. So that was her blonde hair at the beginning of the she second has movie. Yes, she has that blonde hair. It looked That's fake. Her real hair. It looked fake. So I would imagine so. that the purple. I'm sure it's a wig. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a really well, well done wig. Only reason I ask is because in the first movie, the purple hair looked real, and it didn't look real in the second movie. Maybe they, she, maybe she died. I don't know. They I don't both. Know that they both looked fake. Her blonde. Well, or purple Descendants hair. three yeah, was Descendants great. Three. It was incredible. There was twists. Uh, this past Halloween, we went and partied in Akron. I dressed as Hades from Descendants 3. My kids love it. My kids adore it. They dance and sing the songs. So it's important to me. It holds a special place in my heart. You don't have to like it, Adam. That's okay. It's it's perfectly fine. People listening to this show might be like, oh, Descendants fucking sucks. You know what else sucked? Fucking John Wick and Avengers. Nobody That's thinks, fine. Nobody thinks John Wick sucks. Maybe Nobody thinks do. John Wick sucks. Probably not, but maybe <laughs> maybe there's people that do. And guess what? That's fine. You're allowed Scott, to think. We that. just had a conversation about how fun it is to bitch about. Things. It is. Let me bitch about it. For my a number, second. My second favorite movie of 2019 is Descendants Three. There you go. Okay. So once again, I didn't go in a particular order. So my next movie that I put on my list of my third, whether it's first, second, or third favorite movie of 2018, um, something I know you haven't seen. I haven't seen this. Okay. It is Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Really? Yes, it is. And that's my segue into well, talking about that a little bit. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. All I'm going to say no, is... No, I have not got a chance to see it yet. Yes. I almost did, but the holidays again got me down. My wife, Kristen, she's gone with me to see the other two. She wants to see this one also. <clears throat> if it was just me, if I was just going to the theater, I'd, I'd have seen it by now. But because I have to wait for right. her, it has is, it is thrown a wrench into my plans. So, no, I haven't seen it yet, but I plan on seeing it soon. It took what Last Jedi did and made it better. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I know you didn't have a big problem with Last Jedi. You enjoyed it just fine. I'm not going to say you loved it, but you enjoyed I it. Didn't, you didn't... I didn't love it. I had some no, problems but, but with you, it. But you, you liked it just fine. I hated it. I did not like it at all. I, did, I thought they did very little good in that movie. This movie, we know some spoilers from the trailers. I'm not going to talk about any of it. What I'm going to say is... Give J.J. Abrams the reins of every Star Wars movie from now on. Because J.J. Abrams did Force Awakens, and they took a break for this one. And Force Awakens, I thought, was pretty good. Next one sucked. This next one was good. Give J.J. the reins. J.J. all the way. 
It was it was a good movie. I enjoyed I would, it a lot. I, 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 would, I might want to give the reins to John Favreau after watching Mandalorian. But you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, so okay. I'm just gonna say JJ fixed la- what they did in Last Jedi. That's all I'm gonna say. There, not everything was perfect. Not everything was perfect, obviously, but they did so enough good that I was like, "This is fun." I don't feel the two and a half hours that I'm sitting here, and I'm enjoying myself at pretty much every moment. So I was like, "This is a good fucking movie." I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. So they handled everything with uh, Carrie Fisher. I thought pretty well. Okay. You could, I think you could no kinda, spoilers. I think no you spoilers. could kind of tell the moment when they're like, "Oh shit, she died." Now we got to figure out how we're going to do this. You can kind of tell the moment a little bit when that happened. Right. Um, but I thought it was a great movie. Great movie. It's one of my favorites of 2019. Okay. Fair enough. I can't wait to see it. When I do, we'll talk more about it. 100%. We'll do a whole show about that. We'll do a whole show about it. But um, And hopefully that'll be soon. God, I hope so. So what's your third? Uh, well, well, real quick about Star Wars. I There was a day that I thought I was going to go see it. So beforehand, I did something. I think I might have told you this. I watched... The Force Awakens, which is on Disney Plus, and uh, The Last Jedi, which is on Netflix. Right. I watched them back to back. Never watched them back to back before. They seamlessly flow into each other, which is which is good. Which is good. I watched them both back to back, thinking I was going to go see the new one the next day. Unfortunately, I didn't get to. But it made me like them more. Really? I remember watching The Force Awakens in the theater and thinking, I'm just watching an updated version of A New Hope. Yeah. And I didn't like that. It was the same thing for me. I remember watching The Last Jedi and thinking to myself, the casino planet with the horses is the stupid fucking the stupidest fucking plot point ever oh, yeah. because you have to find a person to sneak you in like I hated that. I hated that. Rewatching them, I had a completely different mindset. I thought it's okay. It is. It's fine. So I don't dislike them as much as I used to. Last Jedi has its moments. I did the same thing you did. I watched, rewatched every single Star Wars before I went to go see this movie. And I watched Force Awakens and Last Jedi back to back. I did not have the same revelation you did. I still enjoyed The Force Awakens and I did not like The Last Jedi. <laughs> so I, it was a chore getting When to I Last watched Jedi. both of those in the theater, I left being disappointed by both of those movies. Since rewatching them at my home, I feel like I like them both a little bit more than I did. Yeah. Just just throwing that out there. That's fair. That is fair. So go ahead and do your oh, last my, my, one. My last one. Yes, sir. My number three favorite movie of the year is is a surprise for me. We talked about it on this podcast before. I know you've seen it. It's a movie that I did not think I was going to enjoy. And when I left the theater, I saw this in the theater, I was so pleasantly surprised. My number three favorite movie of the year is Toy Story 4. Oh. Yes. That's a little surprising, yeah. It was surprising to me because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. When we watched Toy Story 3, that was it. I cried like a baby at the end. I said, that's the perfect ending. It's the perfect ending for our friends that we grew up with. Exactly. It would be the Toy Story trilogy, and that's the end of it. But, of course, Disney, the greedy, hungry capitalists that they are, they want to squeeze that teat for any more money they can. He's making teat hand motions, by the way, folks. Yes. I've never actually not. Have you ever milked a cow? No. Me neither. I don't even know if that would make milk come out. I think you, I think you squeeze it. You don't pull down. But you don't like you're jerk. Di- I, I'm like no, you're, jerk you're off jerking so it off a little okay. bit. No, okay, that's not what you do. Okay. No, but you're you're dealing with a bull at the moment, <laughs> not a, not a okay. female okay. cow. Okay. So, 
See, I'm not a farmer. But Disney decided to make another one, and I was critical of that. I didn't think they needed to. I think it was the perfect ending. And the ending of four, I cried just as hard at the ending of three. It made me sad and happy at the same time, and I loved it. And it's my third favorite movie of the year. All right. I do have some honorable mentions. You do have some honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? For this one, no, I don't. I I have a couple honorable mentions. These movies, I saw them in 2019. They didn't make my top three, but I enjoyed them. First one is Captain Marvel. Okay. I liked Captain Marvel. I was disappointed with her character in Avengers Endgame. I feel like she could have done more. Yeah. But she's almost too powerful. Exactly. So I think they needed to not have her there the whole time or else it would have been a quick movie. Uh, Next one, I'm, I'm going... I just realized something. What? All of the movies that were my favorites in 29 are all Disney movies. That's funny. Didn't do it on purpose. But it's, Disney show. but it's me. I am, I am a fucking Disney fanboy. My next one was live action Lion King. Okay. And my last one is live action Aladdin. Okay. I enjoyed them. I didn't like either one of them more than the original cartoon it was based off of. But I thought they were both good. I thought they did a good job with both of them. Right there. Those are my honorable mentions and my top three for uh, 2019. Well, then let's do our bottom three. Our let's disappointing. do it. Why don't, you let's take, do it. why don't you take the reins on this one? All right. You're, you're going to hate my list, by the way. You, you have all the Disney you're ones that I said. my list. He's got all the Disney ones that I put on my favorite on Go his ahead, worst. You're going to hate my list. My number three. Mind you, I have zero Disney movies <laughs> on my least favorites. Oh, of so, course. So my number three is a movie I was looking forward to seeing, saw it, and I was so disappointed. And that's the uh, Jordan Peele movie, Us. Really? I did not like Us. I haven't seen it. No, it was not good. So, uh, Get Out was his previous movie. Get Out Out was so good. I loved Get Out. So, he was doing another one. And I was, because of how good Get Out was, I was looking forward to this. Saw Us, completely disappointed. Stupid movie. Was it like Didn't kind of like a rehash it. of Get Out a little bit, or was it something different? There was there was there was some similarities to it, but no, it was different. It was okay. different. Yeah, at least it was different then. So it was different. It was definitely suspense. I don't even want to say horror, but more like suspense. Yeah, and um, which that's kind of what Get Out was too. Kind of yeah, more suspense, and which I like that. But this movie, it missed the mark. He was trying to capture lightning in a bottle like he did with get out and he just didn't do it us didn't enjoy it okay. didn't enjoy it um well my on my first list once again no particular order and when i say this i'm not saying they're bad movies mm-hmm. they're just a movies i was disappointed that's in. fine that's something fine. that didn't grab me give it to the me the first one is toy story 4 okay my number three favorite yeah. is your number three least favorite i it's it, you said it you said it which I'm going to use to prove my point. Toy Story 3, the end, was a perfect ending. Mm-hmm. It a was. perfect it was. ending. It was. You ruin it by bringing them back again. You ruin it. It's ruined by bringing them I back. I don't think it was ruined. I think it was just... It's like... It could have been ruined. It was, it was bold. It was bold it to was do one it of those. It was one of those things where they thought they were going to end with Toy Story 3. They thought they were going to end. I think they thought they were going to end it. I don't think they ever thought they were going to do Toy Story 4. And they were never going to do Toy Story 2, even. And then Disney cut them a check and was like, 
hey, why don't you do another one of these Toy Stories? And like, um, 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 we don't really have any ideas, so we'll just make something up. And they made something up. And it didn't have the same, it didn't, ha- the ending was fine. It just didn't have the same heart. I, I wholeheartedly, I will repeat it again and again and again. For some reason, in this particular movie, they turned Buzz Lightyear into just the, just this vacuous idiot. Just this terrible, horrible idiot. He he was much smarter in two and three. I get one because he doesn't know he's a toy. He doesn't believe he's a toy. But after that, he knows he's a toy and he wasn't an idiot in the, those other two movies. But in this one, for some reason, he's just a complete and total fool. And I, just don't, I don't get the choice of that, but they made it and it was bad. Um, the Bo Peep storyline, I liked. That was fine. I always wondered what had happened to her. That was, she wasn't yeah. in three. Yeah, that was fine. I liked that yeah. just fine. Um, I found out something neat. You might appreciate this. What? So Toy Story 1, is iconic as it is, we love it. We I grew just up watched with it. 1 and 2 the other day. Yeah. Toy Story 2 was not supposed to be a theater movie. Really? Pixar worked on it, and it was going to be a straight-to-DVD or maybe even a Disney Channel movie, hmm. and that was going to be that, Toy Story 2. But the, but the Disney Studios loved it so much, they threw more money at Pixar and said, Go add some stuff to it. Make it a feature-length film. We're going to put it in the theaters. I want to. I would like to see the original cut then. Yeah, like what they did. I, I would like to see the original cut. But Toy Story Four, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Didn't want it. Okay, so my number two of least favorite films of 2019 is a reboot, and reboots are all the rage. <laughs> There's a saying, um, the greatest trick the this devil ever pulled. Remake or reboot? Which what? Is it? Remake or reboot? Reboot. This is a reboot. Okay. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people that there was ever originality. Exactly. Because there's not. This is a reboot, and the original I actually kind of liked. It wasn't insanely popular, but it had a cult following, and it's, it spawned itself a sequel. The sequel was atrocious. The original wasn't bad. The sequel was, was god-awful. The sequel was so god-awful that they just stopped the franchise. And however many years later, they decide to reboot it. I'm trying to think of what you... A reboot... I'll tell you in a minute here. A reboot is supposed to you know reboot the franchise. Yeah. It's supposed to make you excited. Say, hey, sorry, we fucked up. We're going to start over. That's kind of what Force Awakens was. Force Awakens is a reboot. It's kind of like... We did the original. We did the prequel trilogies. They suck. You hated it. But this one's, these ones will be great, guys. So I'm talking about the movie Hellboy. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen it? No. It was not good. I I avoided watching because I heard how bad it was. It was bad. It was bad. And uh, David Harbour, who I like, played Hellboy. Um, it just it just wasn't good. From what I understand. This version is a lot closer to the comics. Yeah. The comic book version of Hellboy, this movie is, it, it, it's introducing some characters that weren't in it. And at the end, they left it up like totally like there's going to be another one. And it's just, why? It was awful, dude. It was bad. Yeah, I heard it was bad. So what you're saying is don't watch it. Don't watch Hellboy. I mean, watch anything once. I guess. But don't go in thinking a lot. The original Hellboy movie, did you like it? I liked it, yeah. I like. I even, yeah. I even liked the sequel. sequel I didn't like the sequel. The sequel wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. Was that the Golden Army? Yeah, it was the Golden Army. That was bad. Was it Ron, Ron, uh, Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman uh, played he, Hellboy. He was so great that even even he kind of, his 
portrayal of Hellboy kind of shone through in Golden Army, in my opinion. I, I even enjoyed that. Yeah, I like Ron Perlman, but I really like David Harbour, and I thought he would be a good Hellboy, and he just... It was the, I, I don't even know if it was his fault. Maybe he is a good Hellboy, just the people, movie don't, like, was just people don't like the comics. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. No, the comics are pretty popular. Then This movie should have been popular. Then. I, I don't know. They missed the mark again. I guess. So. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, so that's my number two least favorite movie of 2019. All right. My next one I'm going to pick. Um, once again, it's not a bad movie. I just It just didn't grab me. I I kind of enjoyed it when I watched it, but it didn't really grab me. Now that I think, go back and think about it. Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. Yeah, let me tell you why. Once again, you said it yourself when you were talking about it. She's too powerful. She's borderline Superman. You know what my least favorite DC superhero movies are? Superman. Superman. He he's can't be beat. Too fucking strong. You always know he's gonna win. Yeah, he's too strong. He's like, he's got. He can lift a building. You know, he's got the x-ray vision. He's got all the fucking powers. He can fly. Every can, one of the he, powers. He's, he's got, got all it. the powers. Yeah. All, she's kind of there. Space. She's kind of there. Yeah. And like, as I'm watching, as I remember watching it thinking like, this is pretty entertaining. And then when she got her powers and was using them and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, she's really powerful. Nobody can beat her. This got boring real fucking quick. Like, yeah. there's no, when there's no conflict, like, And I think that's why do? they didn't put her in Endgame a lot. Because yeah. I think they said... She could just, like, fuck everybody up. Like, easy. Yeah. So, that was probably my next disappointing movie. It's I enjoyed not a bad movie. I, I enjoyed parts like of I it. Like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just, for me, she's too strong. I can't I can't enjoy it. There's no conflict. What's your next one, Scott? My least favorite movie of 2019. Oh, boy. Now, this one, I'm trying to think. This one's also... This one might be a remake, not a reboot. Correct me if I'm wrong. I will try. Let me know your opinion. Because I some there's a gray area between a reboot and a remake. A remake well like a remake I think I think a re like for example, I think Hellboy is a remake, not a reboot, because it takes the old franchise and completely just redoes it. It's not a continuation. I think a reboot is you took an old story and you kinda like like the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. The, with the kids, the, not the not 2016, the new one that you see. I think that would be a reboot because it's taking what's old and bringing it to like today and like giving it like an update and stuff like that, like a continuation. I might have had them flip that. That I think I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. Okay, so anyway, my least favorite movie of the year is an animated movie, The Adams Family. That would be a, probably a remake. I don't know. I don't know either. Regardless, it's either a reboot or a remake. Now, think of the the live action Adams Family movies from the nineteen nineties. Oh, they were great. They're great. Both of them. There was two of them. They would have done of them. There was three of them. There was a third one. There was a third one. There was a third one, and it sucked. I never saw the third one. I'll, I'll IMDb it real quick. Hold on a second. But I thought uh, Raul Julia, the guy who played Gomez, I thought he died shortly because they were after... all recasted. Every character was recasted. Oh, fuck that, Dad. Yeah, they were all recasted. Fuck that. It was a, it was an Adams No family. Angelica Houston. I don't think Angelica no, Houston. No Christopher Lloyd. No, no Christina Lloyd. Ricci. I'm trying Fuck to look that. it up. Fuck that. That's not the Adams family. I'm trying to look it up. I'm like Oh, yeah, it was called Adams Family Reunion. Never it saw called. it. What year is it from? <coughs> 1999. Wow. In 98, I'm sorry. So Daryl Hannah played Morticia. Okay, he's from Saturday Night Live. That's a that's girl. Daryl Hannah. Oh, I thought you said Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Okay. Tim Curry played Gomez. 
Oh, Tim Curry. Uh, Nicole Fugare played Wednesday. I don't know who that is. Jerry Messing played Plugs or Pugsley. Um, Christopher Hart played a thing. Who gives a shit about that? Uh, Patrick, this dude named Patrick Thomas played Uncle Fester. That dude right there. Get the so fuck there, out of there. There was a that. there was a third movie. Get the fuck out. That of was a that. sequel. So well, Adam's Family and Adam's Family Value are great movies. They're, yes, they are great. I watched the animated. Did you see? commercials for did you see previews i did i see the trailer good i thought it looked good i thought it did too and i went and saw it and it was not good it was bad my kids enjoyed it i took them but they don't have a basis for comparison like Kristen and i did there's parts of the movie where we had to like look at each other i didn't like it it was not good it's unfortunate that's fair yeah um but quick quick uh point here in general, the simplest, simplest way to remember the difference between a reboot and a remake is to remember that for a film to be a reboot, it should be resetting a chronology that has been established over multiple films. A remake is concerned with updating a single film, sometimes slavishly. S- s- yeah, slavishly, whatever. Uh, so like, so the here's a question for Ghostbusters yes. would be a reboot. So that's a reboot. Because you're resetting the chronology. Okay. And a remake is you're taking something older. So, like, does that mean The Force Awakens would be a... a... No. That's that, not that's, a reboot. That wouldn't, be any, that, was, that wouldn't be any of that stuff. Then I'm trying to think about it's what a remake sequel. would be. The star- <clears throat> Excuse me. The Star Warses are just an addition to the saga. So, the 2014 Godzilla film is a reboot. Okay. Um, so the 2016 Ghostbusters with the female Ghostbusters that would be a is reboot. a reboot. That would be a reboot. Yeah. What about the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man to the uh, the original Spider-Man? That would probably be a reboot too because it's not the same. It, if, it would be a remake if it was basically the same thing where like, oh, it was Peter Parker was going to school with Mary Jane and it was a green goblin and like the green. Okay. Like I think, I think it'd be this okay. if they basically took the same story, but they just made it look better. It's confusing. It's very confusing. It's no stupid. originality. It's dumb. It's stupid is what it is. Adam's family is my least favorite movie. And I do have an honorable mention, but I'll let, I'll let you go. Next. Okay. My last one. Um, disappointing. Once again, it looked very good is what I'm going to say. It looked good. Um, very pretty movie. Not good though. Lion King. It looks very. It is a technological achievement. It looks amazing. It looks very good. It looks so good that you don't see an emotion on any of the animals, so you don't give a shit about anything that's going so on with the story. So your three least favorites were all somehow yeah. on my favorite list. Yeah, and we didn't we didn't talk about this beforehand. We, no, we did not go so, go over each other's lists. So, like for example. One of the most emotional scenes in the old cartoon Lion King was when Mufasa dies. Spoilers. Um, when Mufasa dies and Simba's getting all emotional and quiet, crying and thinking he's just falling scars behind him, being all sinister and be like, oh, Simba, what did you do? And he's crying and stuff like that. In the fucking uh, new updated version of Lion King, I felt nothing. None of that. None of that. You can't see any emotion on you the lion's face. You knew it was face. coming. You knew it was just coming. Just because I, can, I can't. But if I make an assumption... You got to show it to me. I'm not reading a book here. You got to show it to me. 
You got to show me the emotion on the lion's face. I understand real animals don't have emotion on their emotional expression. I get that. If you want me to be emotionally involved in this, you got to show me some that's fucking a emotion. Re- that's a remake, right? Yes. I think it's it not a, a reboot. That's a remake. That's a remake. It's the same exact story. No, it's a reboot. Because it's the same story, updated technology. It would be a reboot based on that definition. I don't know the fucking difference. Of, yeah. If you guys know the difference between a Please reboot and a remake. We're just a couple of idiots we're, here. We, talk we, about we this. can't figure the fucking thing out. Please let us but know. Lion King. Shoot us an email. Forwarddistraction at gmail.com. Sucked. Kind of sucked. Technological, so he, technological achievement kind of sucked, though. Here's my honorable mention. I believe we talked about on this podcast. Uh, I was looking forward to this. I really wanted to see this movie. It is a third installment in a trilogy, if you will. And I was entertained by the movie. That's why it didn't make my top three. I was into this movie because I love this universe that it takes place in. So I watched the movie and was entertained but let down at the same time. I felt like I needed more. And that's the movie M. Night Shyamalan's Glass. Really? Yes. I still haven't seen any of those movies. Still haven't seen. So I really like Unbreakable. I even like Split. But this movie, which was tying them together and the culmination, which we talked about how much we love Endgame because Endgame did that well. Yeah. This is the other side of the coin. This didn't do it well. And because of that, it let me down. And it's on my honorable mention. Glass is one of my least favorites of the year. Okay. Um, is that your only honorable That's mention? That's it. My only honorable mention right. for that. Yeah. We're going to roll then into our next list. Oh, I'm excited and, for and, you this. you know, we're going to do our I had a top, hard time with this. Top five favorite mm-hmm. movies over the past decade. We're running close on time, so we're going to try to roll through this a little bit a little bit quicker, I think. Okay. Um, okay. Because we do want to try to talk about Mandalorian Episode 3 and 4. Are we... Cause we started it. We got to continue on what we're doing. Okay. So I we feel like we got to be consistent. We got to fucking do it. Okay. We got to be consistent. So um, I'll go first. Yep. Um, and it's going to be uh, something I've already talked about. So it's going to be real quick. John Wick. Decade. Oh. John Wick trilogy. You got to pick one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll pick John Wick one. Because okay. It started, it started it all. It started okay. all. It made you feel. It made you feel for John Wick when the fucking mm-hmm. uh, what's his fuck dickless uh killed his dog yeah uh and then you're like oh shit you don't fuck with another dude's dog like that and he went crazy crazy on those to quote joe bob briggs one of the classic monster late night hosts you know kill as many people as you want murder them in cold blood oh yeah bathe bathe in the river of their death (laughs) but when you hurt an animal you hurt an animal people are gonna get pissed and he's not wrong. That's because animals are innocent. All right, we're going to go to my number five. Go ahead. Uh, this is a unique one. Okay. It's a popular movie, but it wasn't one of my all-time faves. But now it is. It's grown on me. I've watched it a ton of times. I really like it. And in the universe that it's creating, I'm so looking forward to what's more coming out of this. James Cameron's Avatar. Really? I know it's always been one of your favorites. I love Avatar. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's, I love it. You, I know how much you've always liked it. Props for that. Because I got on board late. But I love it. I love it. It's it's a good movie. And, and it just opens the door. We have, dare I say, a Star Wars-like franchise in the making. 
Kind of. With, with this universe. A little bit. And, a, a Star and, Wars-like franchise in the making with hippies as our heroes. Hey. It's like, it's like a little bit of, throw a little bit of Star Trek in there. Space communism. Okay. <laughs> um, so I heard somebody talking about this on another podcast, Roost Teeth Podcast. We yeah, know, love, we love them. Yeah. Um, somebody mentioned this, and I wholeheartedly agree with it. He said, James Cameron, everything that man touches is gold he's pretty good he does he does he does all these like experiment he does like certain sometimes like experimental things and he does things like oh he does kind of movies that people are always like that's gonna be kind of weird isn't it like i don't know how it's gonna turn out and then he does it and it turns out to be amazing and epic and make tons and tons of money so it's one of those things where from now on when james cameron puts his name on something you almost have to be like that's gonna be great Or, or at least it's gonna make a lot of fucking money um all right you're next i am going to go with once again no particular order the first avengers movie i'm gonna go with the first avenger movie because it is the it's not the first time we've seen it but it is the biggest we've ever seen once again superheroes coming from different movies and joining forces in this one movie like you remember how epic it was the scene when they're sitting in downtown new york and it's that that panorama, the just the camera going around them as the aliens are surrounding them, yeah. and Captain is like Avengers Assemble or whatever nonsense, and uh, they just go at it. It it just fills your heart with joy, just like oh my god, this is this is what I've been waiting for. This is I didn't yeah. think they were gonna do it, but they fucking did they it. They fucking did it. So that would be my next one, Avengers. My next one, um, my number four is one we've already talked about, Avengers Endgame. Okay. I put Endgame as my number four. It was my favorite movie of 2019, and it's my number four favorite movie of the decade. And just like we said, we talked about then, it just it's the culmination of all that, right? And that's why it's so great. It's, it, yeah, it's just it's just everything I wanted in the ending piece. It's, it's good. so we're we're in a hurry, so we'll skip that because we already um, talked in, in nauseum about that. Next one, no particular order. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. My next one, number three, is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Is it? Yes. How good is that so, fucking movie? So Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That movie snuck up on me, too. So good. It snuck. I didn't think it was going to be that good because like, so oh, it's good. an animated Spider-Man. It's like not part of the yeah. Marvel Universe, what it's going to be. And then you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, this is the best it thing in the world. It was so good. It, it was... It got you in the feels. It was exciting. The music was great. The music like, was awesome. The, the, the animation... It was a visual masterpiece. It was, yeah. They the new Spider-Man, like it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, like a great like movie. An urban, I like love it. We both love it. Kid from the yeah. from the from downtown, who's you know just. Oh, if you haven't seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yet, do yourself a favor, watch it. You don't, that's you a relatively don't even, new movie. You don't have to know anything about comic books. You have like if you just have like a passing notion of who Spider-Man is, like oh yeah, Spider-Man, he he flings webs. That's cool. Like, you'll enjoy it. You really will. And they didn't waste our time with the whole backstory again that we've seen umpteen times. They did do the backstory, though. Very briefly. Very briefly. They did it well. Very briefly. Like, like with the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield. They didn't do it with Tom Holland, either, which I love. The the Miles Morales and the Tom Holland, they didn't give us that. And I thank God. I don't need that anymore. I know what we saw it with Tobey Maguire. We saw it with Andrew Garfield. I'm over that shit. Radioactive spider bites the fuck out of him. Whatever, go on. We yeah. want to see some action. 
gonna go home and watch that tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right, so that was my next one. What's your which, my next you one? I'm sticking with the MCU. I love this movie. It's Black Panther. That was a good movie. I loved That's Black a good Panther. Fucking movie. It was so good. Again, the music was great in it. The action was exciting. And Black Panther is. I, I briefly know about about the superhero Black Panther, but it wasn't like a lot of the other Avengers that I knew more about. Yeah, I knew he came to be in the Fantastic Four comic books. He was introduced as a villain, and then later, you know, adapted into the Avengers. But the whole mythos of Wakanda and all, I loved it, man. Their technology. I want to live in Wakanda. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. So that's my next one. All right. My next one, I'm going to give it to Rogue One. Okay. Rogue One. It's very I, good. It's a Star Wars side story. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and ending is kind of a downer, but it makes you feel. It gives you that emotional heft and has some of the best action in any Star Wars I think I've ever seen. Like the ground battle, the space battle. I've Before the new trilogy that's come out, I've never seen like the original trilogy had like the X wings and Tie Fighters and the Star Destroyers and they were an Empire and Return Jedi. They fought and it was entertaining, but the graphics kind of sucked for the time period. So you're kind of like whatever. This had the X wings and the Rebel fleet and the Imperial fleet fighting against each other, and it looks amazing. It looks epic. It looks awesome. Then you have the ground troops just on the ground fighting. It was really fucking good. In my so like I just want to give Rogue One. So we're up to my number one, my favorite movie of the decade. Um, and this movie I absolutely adore. I love it. And it was one of the ones I watched not not expecting it to be as amazing as it was. My favorite movie of the decade, Adam, Mad Max Fury Road. It's on my honorable mentions. Okay. It's on my honorable mentions. Mad Max Fury Road is my favorite movie of the decade. I fucking so love that movie. It's so good. It made me want to go back and watch go old yes, Mad Max. Yes, that's how good it was. Ugh. If you want to watch a, po- if you're into a post apocalyptic movie, you can't do better than Mad Max. Fear of. So again, a visual masterpiece. The costumes, the makeup, <clears throat> that setting, all the Mad Max. It makes you really think he's right. He's fucked. Like 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 he's fucked in the future. Like the people who spray the silver, like weird shit, but it works. Yeah. It were the guy who plays the guitar on the front of the death machine. That's Flame, fucking awesome. Flamethrower. It's fucking it's like, awesome. Oh my it's God. fucking awesome. I agree. Totally. I, Great movie. And and if you go back and watch the original from the eighties, they're Which I've cool done. like that. They have that like the you first know, period the first one, piece. The first one's not, but the sequels, the, those are like those the, are. steampunky almost yeah. a little bit. But with today's technology and what you can do, they knock it out of the park. Oh yeah, it's great. With that, yeah. That's my favorite movie of the decade. Tom Hardy, fucking amazing. Yeah, Love great, that man. great job. Love that man. Um, so Charlize Theron. Oh yes, great. Yeah, my last one. I give it to Logan. Okay, Logan. I loved Logan. Wow. It gave us a okay. rated R Wolverine that we love. That's just fucking people up left and right. We have the interaction between uh, Logan and the girl. Great interaction, like very father son like. X twenty three. Father daughter like. It's X twenty three. It's. It's it's amazing. And then the emotional end, if you haven't seen it, oh my god, where have you been? The emotional end of Wolverine fucking dying. Patrick and Stewart too. Yeah. Yes, Patrick Stewart's and the Wolverine dies in the end and she has to cry over him and have to it's oh my god. And 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 to us, 
Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. He is Wolverine. He will always be Wolverine. He will Wolverine. always be Wolverine. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. He's done now. He's no longer going to be Wolverine, and that we'll is his. We'll see. We'll see how many zeros well, Disney, Disney writes the check yeah, for. Yeah. We'll see know. how many fucking zeros and how Fair many enough. commas Fair are enough. in, that, in that check. So. so I've got one honorable mention. This is a unique one. I put the the movie Room. I've never seen it. From 2015, starring Brie Larson, who's also Captain Marvel, who you hate. Yeah. But she... Oh, yeah. I talked about this movie. She plays a teenager, high schooler, who's kidnapped and held hostage as, like, a sex slave for, like, seven years in, like, the basement of a house. That's interesting. She has a kid to the guy who's kidnapped her. She has to raise this child and his outlook of the world is this one room where they're not allowed to leave and he calls it room like it's incredible it's it it's a really well done movie it's a little bit disgusting at times like it really makes you imagine so but it's such a good movie it made my honorable mention i love the movie room Did you know brie larson was in scott uh, pilgrim versus the world yeah i didn't know that i did not know that so was chris evans that's right, he is. Chris Evans yeah. was in it. Um, there were so many superheroes in that movie Jesus. that Michael Sarah had to defeat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our list for the decade and 2019. Yeah. Let us know what you like. Did you have Email. any honorable mentions? I told you, uh, Mad Max Free Road. Oh, okay. That was, that was your only one? Was, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Um, so email us your list for distraction. Yeah. yeah I'm curious. We absolutely want to know what your lists are. Now, we're running close on time, but we're going to briefly, because we started We teased this. it. We teased it at the yeah. beginning. We can't let the people down. Yeah, we started this in previous episodes, so we got to keep going. So we're going to go over real quick, Mandalorian Episode 3 and 4. Episode if, 3 and 4. If you don't remember, Episode 3 was the one where Mando brings the child back to the uh, guild okay. and brings it back to that um, Imperial hideout or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And it's really cool because it has probably one of the... So far, up until this point, the best fight scene, I think, uh, in the series at the end of the episode. But we'll get there. Um, but he brings the child back and he's all worried about the child. It's, it's the last time we see the scientist, by the way. It's spoilers if you haven't seen the rest of the series. The scientist who's been working with the what they call him the imp. That's what they call him, the imp in the show. Um, who wants to take an experiment on the child or whatever. It's weird. It's the last time we see the scientist, but Mando gives him the child. He, you can tell he's concerned. It's really funny in the show how you can get all this emotion out of Mando, despite the fact you never see his face. You never see the dude's face. And yet you can see that you can tell he's worried about the child. He's concerned about what's going to happen to the child. And I think it has to do with his his childhood. Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, is great. He was great in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and he he's just a very good. You know, actor. he only does a voice. He doesn't. He's not in the suit. Really? I guess I guess somebody else is. There's a bot. There's a another person that's in the suit. I guess from what I heard, he only does the voice. Oh, I did not know that. That's, that's what kind that's of, what I heard. Disappointing. I'll, to I'll me. have to double check, but I heard he only does a voice. Oh, too so, bad. Um, well, here I am giving him props, and I feel like I feel like that. I, I'll have to double check that. Okay. I'll fact check it for next fact week. Fact check that for next week. But I'm pretty sure I heard that he was only doing the voice. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's conveys a lot of emotions. So he's worried about the child, and it probably has to do with his past because you see flashbacks of his childhood and mm-hmm. his whatever he 
village he lived in being attacked by now that droids and stuff. So those were uh, that was the Clone Wars. That that it can't that, be. It can't be. What there battle? Was, I I imagine that just took place during the because you got to imagine that the 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 Empire had to have droids, right? They had stormtroopers. Maybe, maybe then it was they another had clones before but may, that. But then, then they maybe, had but then maybe it was like another faction, or maybe it was some some other group that attacked him because those were droids. But it couldn't have been the Clone Wars because I'm was, trying to remember the there flashbacks. Was a, there was like what, what did eight, the droids look like? Did they, they were those. They did were they those, look like like the Trade Federation droids? Yeah, they looked like those. Um, they were like those stupid up, idiot droids from no, the no. They weren't the idiot ones. They were the better ones of the gun arms. They would go like the this big tall black, the big tall black ones. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. There were those ones, but they couldn't have been. I can't imagine it could have been the Clone Wars. Could it have been because this show takes place after the original trilogy, and the Clone Wars between the prequels and the original trilogy was like what twenty years. Yeah, but if so, he was a kid when the Clone Wars, he would be about the same. I guess it now. depends on how old he is. I guess. I guess that would depend on how old he is. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Mandalore. Maybe, maybe had, this was during the Clone Wars. Then. Mandalore had already fallen before what we saw Boba Fett in uh, Yeah Empire Strikes Back. Okay, maybe maybe it was during the Clone Wars. Then maybe maybe that's what it was. I so um, I don't know. I don't know. I was asking because, but. Either way, Mando is really concerned about this child because he's a helpless child for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, pseudo helpless. We he used the force in the last episode with the uh, the big beasty monster thing. Yeah. But Mando gets his baller ass payment and he takes it back to the armor and gets his new shiny plate mail. Pimp. It's out. super super shiny and he has to like kind of brush back some of the other Mandalorians like that big the big buff guy who's like fuck this dude man yeah that fuck the fuck Mando he's listed as heavy artillery Mandalorian <laughs> and actually but but he's been no like people have called him fat Mandalorian yeah because he's kind of a bigger guy but they called him heavy artillery because he had that big gun during the chain gun during the fight scene yeah there's actually a Star Wars black six inch black series figure for him and it's great now really it, but found out that's that Mandalorian is played by John Favreau. Really? Yes. So that's why he's because John Favreau is a big dude. Yeah. So that's why he looks fatter than the other Mandalorians because he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he has to like kind of buck back them a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. fu- like, fuck you guys. I'm Mando. Who are you, bitch? I got Baby Yoda on my side. Yeah. What do you have? Well, what was really cool is he hands Baby Yoda over to whatever's left of the empire and who knows what kind of horrible experience they're going to experiments they're going to do on him. He has a change of heart. He does. He's, he's ready to leave. He's on a ship. He's ready. He first, he goes back, gets his payment, he, gets his new suit. He goes back to the guild guy. He's like, what do you got? What do you got? And he's like, gives him stuff. He's like about ready to go. And he's asking questions. Like, what are they gonna do with the kid? What are they gonna, you know, what are they gonna do with these? Like, it's against guild rules. I don't fucking know what they're gonna do with them. They, they got their pay. They got uh-huh. their thing and they paid. What do I know? So he's ready to leave on the ship. And he has a change of heart, and he decides to go on a rescue mission to take to infiltrate this base and take back Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. He's got to take him back, and it's a pretty epic scene. Um, just he takes out every stormtrooper in there. What was really gruesome, yeah. Was I was gonna say, what's really gruesome is the flamethrower. Whenever yeah. the one Star Trooper walks in the door, he just just shoots a flamethrower, and you could hear like the gurgling, just like oh, he just he burn alive. It's it's yeah. fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. 
He uses that flamethrower weapon he has on his hand a Like lot. it's his job. He uses it significantly more than he probably should. Yeah, it doesn't work all the time. I, I want to say every episode he's flamethrowing something. I mean, that's like the... But Boba Fett's most popular thing. Like, oh my god, he's got a flamethrower on his wrist. It's so cool. So they're like, they gotta use a flamethrower a lot. So I imagine that's what it is. Um, but he takes Baby Yoda and he's ready to leave. And then the guild comes out. And they're like, nah, dog. Like, there's a there's a chit out for you now. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a bounty for you now. So give us a kid. And, you know, maybe we'll let you go. Yeah. And so he has to fight the entire guild off in an epic battle where he's he's not doing well. They got him pinned down. Yeah, he's... But he's getting his licks in. He's disin- He's got his little sniper rifle that he's just kind of disintegrating left yeah. and right people. So, and it seems like you know, you know, everything's going down. What happens next? The rest of the Mandalorians, Mandalorians. they fucking come out and <laughs> represent. They don't just come out; they descend from the heavens with their. They jet all packs. have fucking jetpacks and just bah, 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 just all these laser blasts. Oh my god. Yeah, why is why the fuck is Mando the only one that doesn't Mando have a made a comment jetpack? actually, and it was the heavy artillery Mandalorian, aka Fat Mandalorian, who was giving him so much shit earlier, who comes out and basically like m- fucking saves his life. Yeah, with a big ass chain. With the big ass chain, and he just fucking mows the rest of the guild down. It's like now, now, and, the, now the guild, now the clan has got to move. This is the way. This is the way. And he, he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't fucking like you, but. We're brothers. We have so, to do this. Like, yeah, like yeah it, you, was like, it was like the like, coolest fucking thing. You fucked us. We'll save you. You fucked us, but you, well, we'll still save you. Yeah. Kind of thing. I loved that. I love. And he flies by <laughs> in the jetpack, and that's the Mandalorian goes, I gotta get me one of those. Yeah. I hope I hope he does at some point. Don't He hasn't gotten one to the point I I'm not. I will not say okay. yes or no, because okay. I've seen the last episode. Okay. Um, but that's basically the end of it. He, he escapes as mm-hmm. the Mandalorians are holding off the guild members, and then we get to... Episode two, where it starts off with him being chased episode by a bounty four? hunter. Episode four, I'm sorry. Yeah. Episode four, it starts off. He's, I think, he's being chased by a bounty hunter in this one, yeah. and he has to have like a little mini space battle where his ship gets kind of like, it's kind of gets, uh, it gets fucked up. Gets yeah. a little, gets a little fucked up. Um, let me just double check and make sure I'm thinking of the right one. Um, no, you know what? That's that's episode five. I think we're thinking of. I think we're thinking of episode five. Episode four he lands on the planet with is, the. Yeah, he's is trying. Is this to, the ATST? Yes, this is the one with the ATST, and this is the one where he's trying to find like a. Kind he's of, trying to hide out. He's trying to. He yeah, he's goes some backwoods kind of planet that, you know, that's just like farmers and like tribes people and shit like that, and he finds a. I don't. I can't remember if he knew her. Or had he just didn't heard know her. He didn't know her. But he saw that she was a part of the she rebellion. Was a rebel. She was a rebel shock trooper. Shock trooper. Yes. Yeah, that's what she was because she had the tattoo. And she's yes. she's a badass. Yes. Such she's a badass. She's great. He becomes friends with her. And then he gets a job to help this. He wasn't going to do it at first. He wasn't going to do it. A colony of farmers. And they even even when they said, we'll pay you, he wasn't going to do it at first. But then they mentioned... They kind of, he kind of found out that, oh, they live in some backwoods area that nobody knows about. So he's like, I need a hideout. Yes. He's like, if you give me a place to stay and to hide out for a bit, I will help you with this. And he kind of ropes her into the shock trooper into helping him out with it, too. Because she was also hiding. Yeah. Um, so they go. They go check things out and they kind of investigate. And I got to be honest with you. The battle at the end is really cool. Everything else is pretty forgettable. In my opinion, mm-hmm. like it's it feels pretty forgettable. I don't remember how they how they found out what they found out, but they found out 
that there was an ATST. So it's it's not Imperials. No, it's just a random. It's just a random like, gang of just hoodlums. But somehow they got their hands on Imperial ATST, the the, the chicken walker. Yeah, that's the, been the two legs, two legs, two legged one, not the big ATAT, the smaller one, which is still a very formidable weapon, especially when you're using oh, it yeah. on a group farmers. of unarmed, untrained farmers. But this, they're basically raiding them, taking their food, like. So Mando mounts a resistance, and there's a definite awesome battle scene. They have they have they go through the, um, what do you call it? Like a compilation of them of Mando trying to train them to like shoot and like make make like some makeshift weapons and shit yes, like that. Yes. Like they go through like a montage of that they real quick. Dig trenches. And yeah. They're ready to fortify and dig in. Yeah, and then and then nightfall comes, and you know. The attack is waged, and they're trying to defend themselves, and they're trying to get the ATST to go into the river. Is what they're trying to do, but it won't do it. So Mando has to like run up on this thing and take it like head on, almost trying to get to slip in the river. I think so. That I think then they dig a hole or something like that. So yeah. they could, then they when dug it steps, a, tre- a deep, deep trench. Yeah. that they filled with water, <laughs> thinking it would just step in there, thinking it was shallower and it was really deep and it would yeah. tip over. I mean, we saw what happened in the Battle of Endor. Yeah, the the things are a little bit top heavy, a little bit. So I mean, teddy bears with sticks were able to knock them over. So bullshit. it's doable. Kind of bullshit, but a little bullshit. Uh, but yeah, so it's doable. So um, Mando has to run up on this thing. Like I said, this is one of those forgettable episodes, in my opinion. Like I the don't battle remember. Was cool. The battle, the battle was cool, but I it's kind of a little but bit forgettable. We were introduced to her name escapes me, the shock trooper. I'll look it up. Which that's important. She is very cool. She, I like, but she's important too. She plays an important role later on. So we needed this to be introduced to her. Um, her you, name is Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yes. Do you agree with that? That she needed to be introduced. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. She's not only a great character, but she does need to be introduced. Yes, one hundred percent. So, um, but that's basically the end of it. They they're able to push back the assault and they're able to stop the raiding, and then. At the end, Mando is ready to leave the child with the village. Yes. He's ready to leave it and walk away because he has to settle the he has to settle the bounties under his head. But then, um, a bounty hunter finds the village. Yeah. As land as Mando is about to leave, but the bounty hunter is not coming for Mando. He's coming for the child. Coming for the child. And so that Mando realizes that he's like, oh fucking hell! So now he has to take the child he with him. He can't leave the child there. Somehow. They could track the child. Is that is that a thing? I mean, maybe they're tracking Mando. I don't know. Yeah, it was because they're in the middle of nowhere, and yet a bounty hunter still finds them. So that's when Mando says, "You know, there's no place. I just have to go," which is also important when we get later on, which yes. we'll get to. We'll get to that next. He, he comes to the realization that he really just he can't run. He can't. Yeah. So well, we, we will get we will get to that point. Um, but that's basically the end of it. Yeah. I'll, a lot happened. Some uneventful things happened. Mm-hmm. I think episode three is better than episode four, in my opinion. Um, but episode four was still pretty good. Yeah, it's a good. So, it's a good series. It so. is very good. If you haven't watched yet, you don't know what you're missing out on. Um, if you want to get a hold of Fourier Distraction, you must tell us what you thought about those episodes or give us your list. Email us Distraction at gmail dot com. Search for us on Facebook and Twitter. For Distraction at Podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for Distraction. Like us, rate us, comment on us, follow us, 
subscribe, share us with your friends, all that nonsense. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. Uh, we are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network currently. A um, couple other really great shows on there. So I went back and I told you I rewatched the Star Wars movies. Here's yeah. one of the things I found really interesting. Episode four. If you go back and rewatch episode four and don't watch any other movies after that, do you remember those old 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like sci-fi movies where everybody was trying to catch the new thing? Like those kind of movies you would see on like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and stuff oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. If they didn't make a sequel to Star Wars, I guarantee, I guarantee that the, that movie would be within that bunch. Maybe. I it just feels so much like that. It feels ridiculous and crazy, almost like there's no major plan. Like there's kind of a plan, but not really. Like you could tell they weren't planning on making another sequel. It's pretty interesting. Well, good good show, good, good show. show, my friend. Um, looking forward to next next. We got we got some stuff to talk about next week. We do. We got lots. So of shows. make sure you turn it tune in for a distraction. So this you don't like way. you don't you don't you don't like the Disney movies of 2019 like I did. I I think all these reboots and remakes. I think they're not. I think you're looking at them through Disney goggles, and I don't think you're being as objective as you. I think it's yeah. I think you you know it's like you're at the bar, and you meet this girl, and you're drunk, and you want to take her home, but all your boys are like. No, 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 you don't want to take her home. But you're like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck did I do last night? Well. But you never took off the beer goggles. That's the Maybe she knew the difference between a reboot and a remake.